This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. Welcome back for another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. Um, This podcast is for the constantly irritated individuals. And I want you guys to know that it is not our fault that everything is annoying. But anyway, I am your host, Sydney. As always, uh, my lovely co-host is running a little late, but we go give her some love. My co-host is Kenny, and we are discussing the latest and greatest in the news of what has gotten on our nerves this week and y'all know for sure it is something and it's especially a a different type of something valentine's day is literally is it four days away oh it's right around the corner basically but that's what we're going to be discussing to get today and we have new guests i know you guys are like when was the guest coming on? We was doing, we was working, y'all, emailing, contacting people. But I am happy to be joined today um, by two new guests. These are people that we already know outside of the show, but I'm going to give them a quick introduction. We have my friend Devon, um, St. Louis native, homeboy on the East Coast. And he's joining us today, as well as Stu out of Chicago, who is a personal trainer and a friend of the show. So, you know, we got a little bit of testosterone going on today (laughs) as we talk about dating and get all into it for our Valentine's theme episode. Do you guys want to give a quick introduction out what outside of what I said. <laughs> um, I, th- I think you did a good job. You know, as, as she said, I'm Devon. Um, I live in Brooklyn now, from St. Louis. Um, I don't say I don't say I don't say beer like 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 said, but she yeah, if you heard her in the beginning that beer that really stuck out. But um, yeah, yeah, she did a good introduction. Hey everybody, I'm Stu. As Sydney said, I'm a personal trainer here in Chicago at a boutique studio. And then I also work in uh, marketing within tech, which, you know, very broad, just, I send emails, create strategy, long and short of it. I love that for us. I love that. But like I said before, you guys, we're going to discuss dating pet peeves, annoying dating habits, and why so many people despise valentine's day so starting off with the very first segment of the show we have fed up or fucked up so y'all i love this segment because it allows our listeners to get to know our guests better and we typically go about like what kind of set us off for the week but since this is dating theme and we did take a few answers from our followers on instagram I'm going to take the time to share them and then we can get into them like a little bit more. So yeah, we asked the question on Instagram about the last time a date had you up and here are a few of the answers we got. So somebody said a date asked to take them out, but did not have the transportation necessary to actually take them anywhere. I feel like that happens. Wow. That happens. I'm wow. I feel like that's definitely happened to a number of women. It has not happened to me personally because I would be like, 
what do you mean? Where are we going? Like, what can we do if you can't come get me? Or I don't know, like maybe if we lived in a city like Chicago or New York, where we can just hop on public transportation, bet. But if I'm expecting you to really plan this out, how so, you finna come get me? It depends. Is it like a um, the car had issues or you don't have it? Like that's he did not have a car. Yeah, <laughs> he did not have a vehicle. Yeah, maybe shouldn't have been making plans. Yeah, maybe maybe younger. It depends on age too. Around like what, 19, 20? Mm-hmm. You know? I was gonna say if we're in high school, okay, yeah. you gotta borrow your mom's car, your dad, your parents' car. Come swoop, come hang out, sure. But as adults, mm, yeah, you gotta, no, you gotta wait. That is not a thing. Um, somebody else said they accidentally texted me saying they didn't have any money and claimed the message was meant for their mom. That that doesn't count. I mean, as long as they got it somehow. No, they did it. That's the thing. I have additional context behind this answer, but it was a friend and there was somebody who she was supposed to meet up and hang out with like on Friday after work. And they were like, oh, you know, I'm looking forward to hanging, yada, yada, yada. And so when a Friday comes, this person sent them a message and it was very detailed in like their begging. Um, like I don't have any money to, you know, get me from here to there. I'm really down on my last. Like I literally have nothing. Can you please send me something, mom? And then was like, oh, accident was not meant for you. I mean, (laughs) I got, I got compassion for all the bros out there. You know, I know how that is, but your pride, you know, when it comes to that, like, no, no, no. (sighs) Yeah. I got to say, that's when you, that's when you tap out. And like, if you don't, if you don't have it, it's okay. But I will say, I think also, to some extent, we always desire human connection on one way or another. And Devon, I won't speak for you, but I think most guys at least try to be like, all right, well, let's meet up. Let me take you out. Even if there are different intentions. And I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing, but typically in my experience, I've never really been like, you know, let me just come over and let's do what we're gonna do. But <laughs> it's more so like a bit of an art to it, some buildup, unless I strictly know, like if I'm on my phone on an app and like, that's what it is. And I know it's just a hookup, but yeah, typically I think you get in a position where you're like, okay, I got to, plan something out a little bit but also if you don't got it I don't know just and that was the thing like how (laughs) how do you go about sending a message like this and then the same person went back and was like oh so like I said that message wasn't meant for you but do you still want to hang out and my friend is like not trying to be funny but I feel like you have other things to worry about that's what I was saying like if he he got it if he got it from his mom or whoever uh, he can still go on a date then cool but No, no. Even if you get it from your mother, we're at a point I you should not be asking your parents to give you money to fund whatever lifestyle so you can do whatever with me. I feel like you should think about some like reprioritizing, maybe come back to this. But no. (laughs) Hey, if Charlie and Cheryl sent me some money right now, I wouldn't send it back. I see rich kids. I see rich kids, you know, get money from their parents in 30s, late 20s. (laughs) 
Well, I don't know any. I don't know any, but I would feel a tinge of, well, two, I don't care if it was a mis- Well, okay. I feel like I look really deeply into things. So even if you were to text me and say it was a mistake, I would assume you sent it so I could feel sorry for you. So I could send you money and still be like, oh, I'm gonna come through. I'm gonna hang out. I'm yeah. gonna try to make it work. And I'm, I'm not about to do that. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like, I mean, that's the lowest point, honestly. I feel so, I feel like <laughs> it's just like, just so much pride is so, um, like th- those are situations where I feel peer pressure. Like when you got, you know, when you just have to, like you have to pay, right? Like it's scary if a, if a woman, for me, like in d- dating and stuff, if a woman thinks you're broke, it's like, it's just pressure on it, you know? Even if you're not, I'm not broke. I, I'm, I am cheap sometimes, but like just for her to think you're broke is a real a real pride thing. And, um, you know, like I've been dating before and mm-hmm. when, once more my money is not right, I, I want to break up when I was younger, like, it, you know? <laughs> but like, oh, that makes know? sense because like, you I'm like, I don't, right, I don't over, feel so. like it's going to work out to how you yeah. want it to. And two, I feel like as adults, we should have a little bit, you should have a little bit more stability as opposed right. to being in college or being in high school. Like you should be able to prioritize your needs, like basic needs versus, okay, I'm a date. I'm going to go right. out. I'm going to go club it. I'm going to go to restaurants. But again, it was very, well, my friend even told me about it. It definitely threw me off because I'm like, I thought this nigga had money, but <laughs> assumptions, don't assume, never assume, never assume. Um, moving on to another submission um, about the last time a date had them fed up or fucked up. Uh, somebody said, asking me to cook for him and strongly advising I do after saying it would be a really, really nice gesture to make up for all that they've done. For all that they've done? All that all that they've done to them? Like for them. For them. Essentially. Yeah. And next caller. Yeah. That was a a suggestion, though. But okay, so I'm definitely the type of person who I don't mind you throwing things out there, but I feel like sometimes when people say things in a certain tone you're telling people instead of asking and with me that's not gonna work (laughs) yeah i want to be like i am definitely a bossy woman i feel like I, i can be bossy but when i want to do something nice for somebody i'm just gonna do it it's not gonna be because that person has like push me in that direction it's just gonna be because i want to and i want somebody to do the same for me. I don't want you to do something nice for me with the expectation that I'm just going to automatically return the favor. This is, and this is like, I'm sure uh, just considering the context, this is like a serious request. Like you, I, I want you to cook for me, not play for anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's tough. That's tough. Have you guys ever asked a woman that, or like somebody you were dating, like, I don't know. I'm just curious, like about you guys' take on that. For me, uh, it's I'll go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Uh, for me, it's more of a suggestion. I would even position it as, oh, it would be fun if we cooked dinner. Okay, I sometime. like that. And then the thing is, you can go about it by, like, essentially they do all the cooking, but I'll get <laughs> the appetizers or I'll pick up. Still, like you said, it's a together thing. We're doing this as a joint thing. Because me personally, if a man's like, can you cook for me? I'm like, "Uh, that's slavery. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) And I actually enjoy cooking. I like cooking for my friends. I feel like 
even um, me bonding with some of my old roommates, we would often cook together. So I enjoy it, but I'm still like, I don't want this to feel one sided. Yeah, no, for sure. I never I would never I try to like I try to, you know, not do things that I wouldn't want put on me. Right. So if I mm-hmm. like because I wouldn't want I wouldn't want a, a woman or my girl to tell me to like, you know, I don't know, just super traditional masculine things, build build mm-hmm. stuff, stuff like that, because I don't or come fix her sink or something. <laughs> I don't know. That's my fear, you know, because I don't, I don't, that's not my expertise, right? So mm-hmm. I don't even like, know on a drill. Yes. And see, that, that's <laughs> I can perfect. Grass and take the trash out. But besides that, you know, I can't tell people to cook. That's perfect. And that makes complete sense. But again, I feel like a lot of times, like, I don't know, it just really goes across to the tone you have with people, especially in a romantic sense. Like, no matter how well you think you know somebody, you really don't unless you've been together for a long time or had like a serious friendship before. Like you Damn. never really know. So you always trying to warm up to that person and throw different ideas out there. So again, just me personally, that's how I feel. Um, can you guys think about the last time somebody you dated had you fed up or fucked up in a sense of like going on a date, being in a relationship? I'm just curious. <laughs> um. I think right well right now I'm good but you know uh, a previous relationship I think just um just a bit um just the, the balance and, and lifestyles were a bit different right like you know mm-hmm. when I, I just moved to New York and my, my focuses were a bit different I wasn't really you know I, I was just trying to you know get settled get my money up mm-hmm. uh, so I couldn't really prioritize you know romance and things like that I, so I I mean I think that's the closest that fits it's not anything <laughs> personal like they had me fucked up it's just the time where I was it was like, just like that disconnect yeah, of them yeah, being yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I want so, you to do this. I want you to do that. And you like yeah. slow your roll. I think to get my money uh, straight. Yeah, I think for sure. Just when I first moved to New York, that was my entire experience. Just dating period. You know, just like, you know, you meet like I like I said, like I wasn't like mentally. I didn't have the mental capacity to, to date until maybe like <laughs> Friday and Saturday night. You know, during the week I was working, you know, I just didn't have it. Mm-hmm. So. You know, when you disappear, you know, you may get text messages and arguments, all, all kind of stuff. You know, I just wasn't there for it. So I think in general, just that time for me. Oh, dang. <laughs> you know what, though? I feel like that's an interesting take, but that's still like being true to yourself in the sense yeah. of like, hey, I have other, other stuff going on. To be honest, I can't make this a priority. And I kind of had somebody tell me that a while ago and I sent them a, a Fantasia song. Cause I hadn't heard from them in a while, but they was like, I got Was it free yourself? Yes. And they was like, I'm not listening to this. I'm telling you now, I'm not listening to this. But what about I mean, you, Stu? When's the last time song. somebody had you fed up or fucked up? All the time. And <laughs> when someone says that, then you think, well, you're the problem. And I just don't believe I am. Ooh. So again, I'm busy as relative. And I never say that I'm more busy than anyone else because mm-hmm. for example if you want to take a three-hour nap every day when you get home from work that's your type of busy that's your schedule that's your boundary uh, mm-hmm. but probably four days a week whether I'm teaching a class or taking it, I'm usually up by 4 40 in the morning so mm-hmm. I need to be home I need to get to bed then I go to work I teach in the evenings mm-hmm. I'm usually not free until around 7 30 or a little bit later and it's like if I got 90 minutes for us to link up even if it's just a quick dinner and then you complain about time 
there's a difference between complaining about time and saying, I wish we could hang out a little bit more, but to frame it as you don't make time for me, or am I not important? It's like, well, if I don't work, I won't have a home. (laughs) So to even position yourself as Mm -hmm. more important or Mm -hmm. as if you're being neglected, because again, that 90 minutes that I have free before it's time for me to get ready for bed, I could just come home and sit on the couch. So Mm -hmm. I'm trying Mm -hmm. and it's not essentially shut up and take it. I do believe though, recognize the amount of effort and time that I do have. I always say time is our biggest gift. And I get that's not enough, then we just won't work out. And I'm very upfront about that all the time. And I don't position it as I'm busier than you. I just say, I have but a pretty that makes schedule. Sense. Here's when I'm free. And you know, if, if do it works, with it what you will. And yeah. if you're going to accept the fact that, hey, you know, your time slot may be smaller during some weeks when I'm busier, just because this is my general schedule, then it's like, accept it or move on. And I'm like, a lot of times, I don't like when people fight for time in your life. Because to me, that can be as I don't know. It's it's not like they're neglecting you, but that's like being needy almost. Like, oh, you're not talking to me. I ain't heard from you. Like, what you doing? Where you at? What you doing? Like, I hate when people ask me what I'm doing at 1.45 on a Tuesday. Like, I'm at work. What the fuck do you think I'm doing? Like, what else would I be doing unless I told you prior, oh, I have a vacation plan or, oh, I have something really planned out. Like, most people's schedule tends to say the same like over a period of time but I don't know people people do kind of get funny acting with that because even me when I find myself um, interested in somebody or dating I try to be cognizant of how much time they have like okay are they really neglecting me or are they just focused on other things and you kind of got to accept it again or move on um one other thing I want to talk about in this fed of reflective segment are the biggest dating pet peeves. And here are a few things that people shared um, being called pet names too early. Yes, I agree with that. Um, talking only about themselves and the person that submitted this said, you know, baby, this is not therapy. We should not just be talking about you all the time. The focus should not be on yourself. Um, somebody said inconsistency when they're short and don't specify that, uh, (laughs) bad hygiene, not having a lot of money, having secret families or secret girlfriends. Do do any men ever like, are any, are are there any men responding to it? I had, I think I had a few male respondents. Um, I was hoping to get some input um, from my co-host because I feel like she had some males respond, but it was a little mixed. I think one of the guys said something about like being inconsistent. Really? Uh, and that was interesting to hear from like a male perspective because there are women that can be very inconsistent or like, I'm only going to give you attention in hopes of that you give me a whole bunch of attention back. But I agree. I feel like with most of these things, I really hate pet names too early. I do. That freaks me Just out. Call me my government name. Yeah. Like I don't like one boo baby. Like oof, that is oof. That's a little too oof. <laughs> no. Oof. Even I don't even, but too, I feel like too, my family, they really don't even call me 
nickname, so to speak. So when people I really don't know try to do that, I'm always put off like, call me the name my mother named me. That's it. That's, That's it. it. That's all I ask. Um, I also liked, liked how somebody incorporated only talking about themselves. Have you guys ever encountered a partner or an interest who was very much like self-involved to the point of it being annoying? Yeah, and just I, I just need some I just need some clarity on like when when we say dating, are we talking about like when we were actually in a relationship or just like you know maybe a girl I went on a date with one time? Um, yeah, it could be either or, honestly, okay. whichever okay. you've had the experience with. Okay, okay, for sure, for sure. And you you've definitely you've experienced that like women just talking about themselves. Um, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I mean to be to be honest, like I don't even. I really have to think about pet peeves. Sometimes I used to be so nervous just on dates. Like I'm just trying to make nervous. sure. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you like, I'm trying to do everything right. Yeah, I'm just trying to make sure, you know, <laughs> I didn't even notice. I may get home and think and then realize, you know, sometimes yeah, just, you like, damn, she ain't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to think of one other thing that I thought about, like as a dating pet peeve, just for myself. I hate when people like double text me in a way of being annoying. Like I remember there was this guy I was texting for a while. We were planned on meeting up and he was like, oh, you know, like hitting me up about something. I think I was busy doing something like I saw the message and I planned on responding, but I was doing something else. So he hit me up again and then I responded. And then he was like, oh, so you ain't see my first message. And I'm like, what? And wow. he proceeded. <laughs> basically he proceeded you guys even worse he proceeded to take a screenshot of the wow. message he sent me the first time like I know you saw this and I said wow. okay <laughs> you're one of those type of people this is not gonna work I I would say it's a pet peeve too however someone could say that my communication style would be a pet peeve because I believe everything doesn't require a response. I think sometimes even face-to-face, -face, I could be out and someone says something, but it comes off as information that doesn't require any sort of, oh, so interesting. Okay, yeah, can you give me an me example? More. It's like, yeah, I just, uh, last night, so I was... <laughs> outside i'll just say i was out mm -hmm. i was out for ramen after my class yes. and yes. you know how's your day how was your day it was fine honestly i'm the type of person something really crazy has to happen for me like, <laughs> this one thing happened at 2 37 p.m so i just sit and listen and then I'm also fine with dead space and not for me, I get energy just being in a room with someone that I'm close with versus I, you don't have to sit on top of me. You don't have to sit right next to me. You don't have to talk to me while the show is on. And it's not that I'm playing on my phone or doing something else. It's just, I feel plenty connected. And then I kind of, it feels like I'm being pawed at, which mm -hmm. pisses me off. <laughs> I can definitely can see something like that being agitating because it's like you know we're in each other's space already 
So that's one thing. Um, but to have to constantly interact, like we can't just chill out, like enjoy the vibe, relax. We don't have to constantly be yap, yap, yap. And I know sometimes I even get upset when people I'm dating constantly ask me about work. I am off work. I do not want to talk about it, especially if we're not in a similar industry, because I feel like I'm going to say some things and you're not going to understand what I'm talking about. So what's the point? Yeah, and it's a double edged sword. I appreciate the care and concern and showing Mm -hmm. interest in the same vein, though. If I said it was fine, it was fine. Please don't don't have to keep prying. Yeah. Because at that point, it's going to make me make sure that I don't tell you about anything. I sit in meetings, I sit on Zoom, make a couple of decisions, I get emails ready. You know, I'm one of three people that go into my office, everyone else has stayed remote. So the dynamics aren't really there to have a ton of friction, as far as being face to face. So work is fine. I went and worked out on my lunch break. Like, now I'm here hanging out with you. What else do you want? (laughs) And see, like, let's, and see, that makes more sense, but people still, I feel like a lot of times people aren't willing to adjust their communication styles when they interact with people that are a little bit different from themselves and not wanting to be super duper chatty all the time. Like they take that as offense. And it's like, I am not meaning anything offensive by this. I just think we should be quiet or it's not worth feeding into as much as the person may have thought. Yeah. And we live in a society where, I mean, there are times that I want validation for things. And I think we seek it out in different ways. And for someone to, you know, respond or engage, it probably hits something in the brain where they think, you know, this person is really into me. They care about me. There's Mm -hmm. affection towards me. They love me, all of that, which I get, but also... I only got so much to give after a long day. And that makes sense. Let me have that. And nothing is wrong with that. I need more people again to accept what it is and move on. But you guys, jumping into the main segment of the show, we have the make it make sense segment. And like I said before, I'm excited for this week's episode, you know, Valentine's Day is the day of chocolate covered strawberries, roses, heartfelt greeting cards. You know, um, I like it. I eat Valentine's Day up. It does have some annoying things to it, but I like it. It's a day of love. But a lot of people don't feel that same love. Like a lot of people really get into this mindset of thinking they have to overcompensate this one day of the year which is weird and you know when we were kids at least when I was a child the classroom valentine's days used to hit you know everybody getting a heart-shaped sucker you passing out cards even if you did or did not have a crush you getting some card from somebody some gift you are feeling the love um that was right up my alley I'm an adult now, so my family does not give me gifts, but my family gave me gifts when I was younger. So I'm like, oh, Valentine's Day kind of crack it. I like this. <laughs> um, yet there are still plenty of people that despise the holiday. So I'm just curious, what are you all's initial thoughts on Valentine's Day? Like just first thought that comes to mind when you think about Valentine's Day. 
I think um I think it's I think it's fun, right? Just the thought of it is super fun. Mm -hmm. Honestly. Um yeah, it's a it's a fun holiday, right? It's all fun to me. I'm indifferent to it in terms of, you know, how how I'm celebrated and what I get, you know. It's like I've got socks. I look I I, I like my socks, so that's cool. I'm not like complaining out of one thing. Did you but want they, more than socks? No, no, I'm good with the socks. Like I said, I'm not complaining. Give me my socks and I'm good. You know, I don't need I don't really need anything, but I think it can I think the um I think yeah, to be honest, I'm I'm a bit like unorganized, right? Like outside of work, I'm just organized. Like I'm not a good planner. So like I can see that. You know, I can see you know, that working out for you like that. So New York City, you know, you look at the um the restaurants, it's their book three weeks in advance and stuff like that. Like I'm like kind of scrambling, but I always I pull through, you know. So and it's uh yeah, just that pressure, but you just want to make sure, you know, your girl ain't or whoever you're dating is not like looking at her Twitter feed or Instagram, seeing her homegirls or in a group chat and seeing what her homegirls is getting and doing. And she like, you know, cause it, no matter what she say, like they always be like, oh, like it doesn't matter about this, just do this and that. That's what I'll be thinking. I'm like, yeah, okay, you're gonna look at that. <laughs> and you're gonna maybe feel left out. So I just try to compete a bit with the um, the other bros, see what they doing, not too crazy, but just try to Okay, compete. okay, no DR bags, but Devon go get you no a DR bit of flowers. <laughs> flowers what about you Stu <laughs> well first have you started thinking about Monday yet have I start me yeah oh uh, do you yeah. have anything going on Monday not to you know yeah yeah I have um I'm going shopping Saturday so Ooh. I got that planned and then um I started I started thinking about it you know wait never mind Dion, uh Devon your girlfriend if you listening girl you might get a Dior bag okay I'm putting in a good I word know. No, something. <laughs> Gucci bag, Burke, uh, not Birkin. Uh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> so bad, so bad. I mean, just do a Telfy pre-order. She'll get it in like July. There yeah. you go. <laughs> I was gonna say Fourth of July. Yeah. Ran out of that. She was uh kept adding my my email to those. Uh, what was it earlier on? They were doing like the the, the bag security yeah. programs. Mm -hmm. That's how I got my bag. Too many emails. But what about you, Stu? uh it's a fine day to me not not to be womp womp it's a fine day i i'll say in general i'm blessed to feel love in a number of different ways and different relationships anyway and i won't quite say i'm in a relationship right now it's uh Ooh. somebody listening i don't know even yeah Ooh. they ain't got social media so i should be safe <laughs> <laughs> it's okay i'm gonna find out who you're talking about and i'm gonna be like hey anonymously sending you this podcast episode just listen yeah uh i'm again to get into love languages and all that stuff i show my care and affection by showing up giving the time that i have and it's not saying that that's better than someone else's way mm -hmm. uh it's kind of like when you think about sweetest day it's essentially the reverse. And they say that's when the women are supposed to give gifts mm -hmm. to the men or whatever. I think to myself, well, did you feel the same way on the 13th? Are you going to feel <laughs> the same way on the 15th, the 16th? We don't have to put pressure on this, this particular day. day. If you want to tell me you love me, thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> I, as you can tell, I'm just not overly romantic. I'm kind of like more chill, more laid back. Yeah. And he was like, you know, well, we can do this if you want, but also if you don't, 
we don't have to. And I'm just kind of like, we don't have to do anything for Valentine's Day. I would rather just do something to do it. Like let's go out on Saturday night, go to dinner or whatever, but it doesn't have to be for that's that specific day. Yeah. And, and it makes complete sense. And it's like, I know for a fact, if I don't go get a card and at least put something in it, mm-hmm. I'll never hear the end of it. And the thing is we've dated on and off for eight, almost nine years. So Ooh, this is spicy connect. Ooh. Stress. You said stress. He said no ring stress. This is stress. I am yeah. a screamer. I think personally, I like Valentine's Day. I feel like it's a day of love, a day of even celebrating that love, both romantically and platonically. Like my friends have given me gifts before, my family, romantic interests. Uh, I feel like maybe I'm not always more receptive to the romantic side of things. I feel like, oh my God, I'm getting a man a gift. This again feels like slavery. Why am I doing this? Like, should I be get, should I be showing him that? He's the prize. Like we're both the prize. I don't know what to do, but still, I like I like Valentine's Day. Um, I feel like in the last few years, I haven't had any really significant experiences though. Like mostly going out with my friends, maybe got some flowers, little things like that, but nothing like the red carpet. And I feel like a lot of times that stuff really is a social media type of. Thing. like even friends I know they've had really good Valentine's days or they've had some Valentine's Day days that they rather forget but it still doesn't fall into that category of that like say like not to say it's a facade because it's a real thing some people do go all out like some people's love language is gift giving they're gonna just shower their person with gifts but I don't always feel like it's the extent to what we see sometimes on social media. Right. And that's okay. Like, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna get uh 200 Venus LaFleur flowers sent to my house or anything like that, but maybe a nice coffee, things that really attribute to my likes and dislikes. That's what I'm looking for. Like a person to really know, oh my gosh, this is something Sydney will love. This is something that will be true to her as opposed to trying to be true for anybody else beside her. And two, again, I'm trying to put more into being thoughtful for like a man. It's again, it's hard. Cause I don't want to give a nigga too much leeway. Like, I don't, I don't need you telling your homeboys. Like, you know, she got me some Dior. Like she really owe me. Like, no, I just thought that was a nice gesture. I wanted you to smell good. Next time I saw you, that's it. All right. Well, I've read a few books and I got to say, I think someone could lean into a little bit of vulnerability because uh, I agree with that. OK, so you like the third person to tell me that. So maybe I'm a listen this time. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Well, here's the thing. You're going to be you just like I'm going to be me and how someone to some extent, how someone decides to treat you based off of what you have given them that's positive is zero reflection on you. So say, you know, say you took them to a Cardinals game in the spring or whatever, and then 
he runs back and he's like, oh, well, you know, hook, line, sinker, got her. Like, she's in the bag. And then he starts acting funny. Then that's on him for taking advantage and not having a fully formed And brain. I definitely feel that. I definitely feel, again, vulnerability is something I am working on. I can be it's a little tough. bit of a hard body. It is tough because you're just like, not this person bringing out this sweet side of me. Like, oh, I see, can fight. It's, it's, no, it's, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's weak by by any means. Certain people make you feel certain things and mm-hmm. certain people will make you want to do certain things. I mean, hell, I've sent bottles of champagne to restaurants before, like, because, you know, someone's going out with their, we aren't even going out, but I'm like, this feels like a kind thing mm-hmm. to do. And mm-hmm. I like you, so therefore, you know, it's never going to hurt you to be kind and caring. I mean, it may hurt if someone acts inappropriately, but again, I don't think it's a reflection on you. you. And also vulnerability isn't learned overnight because same for me, you know, please don't tell me that you love me every single day because (laughs) sometimes I'll just reply and say, thank you. I'm not saying (laughs) it every single time. I understand that that you love me. I appreciate that. And that makes complete sense. It's just something, again, that I'm working to get out and try to be more of. Because I feel like I can be a fluffy person. But again, you say, like, different things bring different things out of people. Like, it all works kind of in fluidity of how the relationship is going, where you see it going. Um, Just a lot of different factors. And one thing I was going to share and some of our listeners also told us about their best and worst Valentine's Day experience. So somebody said a casual hookup gave them flowers in front of a large group of people. And I really feel bad because I know that can probably bring on some anxiety. Like, why are you putting me on the spot like this <laughs> in front of all these people? And I do not feel away. Yeah, I think that's my worst experience. I actually did that before I was in um I was in college and um I think Valentine. Oh, it was it was a, a weekday and we had we had basketball practice that day. So I was we were in practice and um there was this girl I liked. And I think we we went on a date before or something. Um, but I liked her and it was kind of like yeah, just kind of a crush. Kind of like there wasn't really any anything going on, right? And the uh, the bros, the, my teammates, they were like, yo, bro, it's Valentine's Day, dude. You should you should surprise her with flowers. Um there's there was a flower rama like down the road. So we drove to get flowers and she was in like a um it was like a um I don't know I, I wanted not student ambassadors but some type of like student meeting and like the, the university center so she's sitting in there you know and it's like you know it's an organized meeting and they I, I don't know why I let them you know talk me into doing this but they, they hyped like, you up they said that's your girl get your girl bro get your girl bro I was younger you know so that some of them I looked they it was uh one of my older bros he had the sauce or whatever so I'm like all right he know what he's talking about so I went in there I was so embarrassed and I went in here and I just like it was all people. I just froze. I handed handed her the flowers, and she just looked like so, like, bro, what are you doing, dude? Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so embarrassing. That's the, probably one of the most cringe like things. Aww. But I mean, I mean, it was cool. I mean, you you live it? and you learn. Yeah, for like sure. 20, 2013 or something. It's all good. I, I've grown, but I definitely <laughs> did that to somebody, and she she looked embarrassed for sure. 
can we post your cash app? I feel like you should get some inspirations, oh, no, like cash app Venmo list. Let's get you something for that. I am screaming. I know for me, um, the most cringe Valentine's Day, again, this was, that's why I said I don't feel like I've had any significant Valentine's Day, but I remember in high school, oh my God, there was this guy that I really had a crush on and he liked me, but me being me, I kind of played him to the left. So he <laughs> was more so like, I don't know which way it's going to go with her, but he got me a Valentine's Day gift and I got him something back. Y'all, why did like two and a half weeks later, he, I found out he had a girlfriend at a whole nother school. Wow. I mean, more power to uh, high school, you know? Like. I mean, it was, and it was so like, what? And he was like, well, I mean, I didn't know you really liked me. And I was like, I'm confused because you got me a gift, but you got a girlfriend. He was like, but I love you as a friend. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I was really like, what in the end you know parents your parents don't help because my mom I love my mom to death she's very nosy but even my mom was like where that boy at who uh sent you them flowers and gave you them chocolates and I'm like girl deceased name we never speak let's not say this anymore but since then I haven't had any like really significant experience I would say Stu have you like best worst valentine's day experience i don't know about best because to me it's another it's another day yeah um and interest so interestingly enough my 30th birthday trip this guy that i was doing at the time he ended up coming and i had had reservations so my birthday's in two weeks Okay. And even before Are you that, a Pisces or an like, Aquarius? Pisces. Ooh, we. Okay. I know you something else. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, uh, I feel I believe we're gonna get down here and it's gonna go all the way left. And <laughs> I just remember it specifically because I was teaching at a different studio at the time, but mm-hmm. I had class and I was like, well, we can hang out, but I'm not going to be able to get to you until like eight or eight 30 after everything is said and done. Mm-hmm. I get over there and he gave me, uh, like some box, some Lululemon boxer briefs and they were red. And I was like, oh, okay, cute. And then I was just like, okay. And then he cooked dinner and we had dinner and we hung out. But then the thing is in one of his episodes, and I'm not trying to position this as if you know, I'm an angel, but he went on this whole diatribe about, and you didn't even give me anything for Valentine's Day and all of this. And I mean, screaming at me in the middle of the street, but Valentine, the evening was awkward because we had never really discussed any sort of formal mm-hmm. plans. And then that's where I think it comes to, if there's something that you want, you need to speak up and communicate it, even if it's not the outcome that you're hoping for mm-hmm. but to because it's like you put it on the table so they have yeah. no choice but to say like they were already made aware of this and how you felt so if they don't do it then you know right along they did not care to participate but if you do leave it out the table then it's like well it kind of falls back on you and I've had that happen to me like I've taken accountability for things like that where I've gotten upset with people and they're like, well, you never voice this to me. And I'm like, well, why didn't you think? And then it's like, oh, 
the assumptions you automatically assuming that this person thinks the same way or feels the same way when in reality that's not how a lot of healthy connections work (laughs) yeah and if I may add for the audience you know again not to make broad strokes if you can afford it or you can find a sliding scale of some sort whether it's individual or a couples therapy or even just some sort of mentor you'll seriously learn so much about yourself and I'm not saying go and talk to your sister about it because you know shout out to my sister like she gives great advice but ultimately she knows me very very well and Mm -hmm. you know she's not a trained professional in how emotions and the brain works and all of that stuff and sometimes you just got to do a little you reflecting and some you stuff and then a lot of things become a lot clearer not to say it's going to be easier but things become clearer in my Mm -hmm. opinion and see, that still like that still makes more sense. Just taking into to into consideration, like, hey, I did think of this beforehand, but this is something we just should discuss. Like, just put everything out on the table to make sure we're just on the same wavelength. And there's nothing wrong with being different areas of your life, wanting different things, but just communicating that with people makes a very big difference. Now. One thing that I wanted to get into as well is why a lot of people don't fuck with Valentine's Day because there is a large percentage of people that are like, I don't get it. I'm not with it. No. And these are a majority of the reasons why. So there's this pressure to spend a ton of money on gifts, flowers, candy, and so forth. And with this pressure to spend money, there are such high expectations for the night to just be this fairy tale romantic comedy sort of thing and I definitely get it like I did grow up watching uh, um 13 going on a 30 how to lose a guy in 10 days like made in Manhattan the wedding planner like I think my 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 one true love my soulmate just gotta fall into my lap like that and it's like girl that's not how it works. That's not how it happens. You do not have the perfect date like they have in those films. That's not how it works. But in a way, going back to what I said before, I think with these dates, you have to tailor them to the person that you're interested in. You know, if they like museums, they like cooking. If there's somebody that likes really expensive restaurants or likes really sensory experiences like you need to tailor it to their likes and what they're going to gravitate toward not what you think they'll like like okay you know she should be fine with this little um wine bottle and these roses from Trader Joe's because that's what I got right now like no you can still be on a budget and do some nice things for people. I personally, if anybody is listening, I personally love to cook, but I would want like a cooking experience with like a chef or something. But I mean, it ain't gotta be somebody from France or something. You could just, Le Cordon Blue. I'm sure they're like on task rabbit. You can have them come out. We can make a little meal together, but it's still the thought that I feel like counts, if that makes sense. No, that's real. I agree. Something genuine. I think that that takes effort too. You know, that's that's where I struggle a bit. Just think, just um, 
just finding the mental space, you know, to be creative, to think about that sometimes, right? Like, that's what I, like, it's just so many options, so many options and I get overwhelmed. And that's where I get to a point of, I haven't done anything yet. And that's why I'm not, that's why I'm not, you know, planning until Saturday, but I'm gonna be successful, hopefully. Um, <laughs> I like that. Well, I'm glad. I was gonna say I like the confidence. I'm glad you like. I'm gonna be successful regardless. This is gonna be amazing. I think last year I I did the same thing, but it was um I was just gonna do a restaurant, Mm -hmm. but they were they were all booked. So um she's she's from Philly, so um she and she always she used to make jokes about you know fish and spaghetti not going together. So I had to show her you know how we how we really do it (laughs) in the Midwest. For sure, I called my grandma and she um. Yeah, she me. I'm, yeah, I can't really. I'm okay cooking, right? So, but I called her and she helped me, and it was it was a success. I think she she ate it. So. <laughs> she I just ate said it. she ate it. You like it worked out it perfectly. Worked out. But again, I think it should just be tailored to your partner's likes and dislikes. But to an extent, I have noticed the way some people go about getting information from people, like not everybody knows how to do that. I feel like I can easily tell people's likes and dislikes just based on our interactions and different things and trying to like pick up on the small details because at the end of the day, I feel like those matter a lot more. So for instance, if I go to your house and you talk about tequila all the time and you have like a bar or something and then you travel, I might be like, ooh, like let me get them some black owned tequila with like a fancy bottle or something like that. It can still it can still be something very small, but I know that is gonna fit into that niche like of the person, so to speak. Like again, I feel like that is something that is definitely more considerate than some Dior or cologne or perfume like I don't know I just feel like you have to put more thought into things for people and that's where a little bit of the lacking comes um another thing that people talked about hating were um one reason people talked about hating Valentine's Day was comparison and where they lack in relationships they feel like that it's brought out with Valentine's Day they see all of these pictures of happy couples flooding their social media page on Valentine's Day and they feel like it's very easy to question their own relationship and they kind of feel like you know mine isn't picture perfect like we got a little things you know we might be off, we might be on, or I feel like there are some things this person can work on to make them more like be that shining star, sort of speak. Um, so again, mentally it can be very destructive and misleading, but my thing is too, I feel like that falls back on you personally. If a person is always running to social media, to compare and to look at what somebody else has I feel like that's a insecurity on your part why what is internally feeding this thought that your relationship isn't as great as somebody else's I I think I think it could be a bit like subconscious right like it like like I feel like no disrespect a lot well you know I date women a lot of women I feel like a lot of women you know maybe do that subconsciously, you know, just in terms of expectations, like, and it's not, um, it's not like, oh, like I'm constantly looking and I want this, but you know, you see different things, you know, you may see rapper, rappers, girlfriends getting this and that, you feel me? Like, 
when you look you look at your you look at you know who you're dating you know maybe we, i don't know i feel like it could just influence it a bit subconsciously i just just to say i don't think like it, the person the person has to be like just you know think like th making that um like thinking about it right there maybe it happens and that's a good point i don't I don't feel like it's a thing that just falls on women in heterosexual relationships, though, too. I feel like you definitely can touch different people, different things, because at the end of the day, we we kind of do want to an extent to feel good, to feel needed, to show off the love that our partner is get, giving us. Um, but there is a point of it being like unhealthy. Like literally all you're showing is what your partner is doing 24 seven. And right. I'm a person too, who I strongly believe that everything ain't cracked up to be <laughs> like, honestly, um, I really log on to social media for shits and giggles. I appreciate little cute things that are Instagrammable and, you know, get a lot of lights and kind of fit into the cute, fluffy, luxury aesthetic. But I know it's not as common as people feel like or think. Like most people get what they can, move on with it, go with it. And even then some of those people, like you said before, rappers, girlfriends, wives, I don't know what they dealing with behind the scenes. Cause hell, a month later they broke up. Somebody <laughs> cursed somebody out. Hell, the baby just beat up Danny Lay brother at a bowling alley. I opened up Twitter yeah. after work. I'm like, First of all, we are adults. Y'all are in y'all 30s. Why are y'all fighting at a bowling alley? But rich. Come on, man. Y'all rich. The What's that <laughs> man named? The Grooving Gorilla. He there dancing. Like, nothing about this dancing? year. Yes. Nothing about <laughs> this year makes sense. But it's still just like, at the end of the day, no matter what the person's relationship is with somebody else, you don't know unless you're a part of that relationship you can only perceive it outside in. So they could be getting good gifts, be getting treated like shit. Not to say that, again, not to say that it happens in every relationship, but it's still a thing. And I feel like more people need to be cognizant of that, or at least I try to be. I don't try to make anybody relationships my relationship goals. I just think, oh, they're a nice looking couple. They're attractive. They seem happy. Move on. Not a thought in my mind. That's it. Um, that moving on to, wait, what'd you say? I was saying that, yeah, it is. I was saying that yeah, it is stressful when it's like that. Um, I haven't really had, like, mine have been like, they've like they've been cool, more like how you said, like just something special, something that's like made, catered to me, right? Mm -hmm. But some people do date people like that, that are super materialistic. You know, I've had, I've had you know, friends that like, when it comes to birthdays, birthday, he's stressed out, Christmas, he's stressed out, Valentine's Day, he's stressed out because, if he don't meet the mark, you know, it's it's an argument, you know, or something, you know. But well, I haven't make them go. Yeah, <laughs> some some people have it like that. I mean, thank you. Hello. I <laughs> and I was gonna say, Devon, do you I have? You. Yeah, we can hear you. Can we see you? <laughs> you in the you in the jungle? Where you at? <laughs> Kendall is not this funny.
I mean, while she's getting herself set, yeah, I think just as far as social media can be a trap one way or another. And I've gotten into, I won't say arguments. I've had conversations about my social media pages and whatnot. And it's like, well, why don't you post me? Or why am I not in any of these pictures? And it's, I think to myself, one, because it's mine. (laughs) Two, because I truly do want this to be between, I would rather someone see that I went and got drinks with one of my good friends since high school than knowing that I'm in a relationship, situationship, or whatever it is. And it's not out of shame by Mm -hmm. any means. It's just, I don't want that up for viewing, being Mm -hmm. dissected, being, you know, talked about whatever, because I'm guilty of it. You see people posting and stuff and this and that, and all of a sudden, no more posts, no nothing. Then you go back, you start scrolling, they (laughs) wiped all the photos and you're, and it's life. You're either going to stay together or you're going to break up one way or another. But Mm -hmm. I think that I, it's not out of shame or whatever. My thing is it's personal. It's private and I would rather have this one thing be between me and you for the most most part now Mm -hmm. I call my sister and say this dude to piss me off that's totally (laughs) different but again I I would never put that Mm -hmm. online it's just it's not that deep as far as social media and I feel like I've I don't know. I don't understand people that kind of ask that thing of like, why don't you post me? Why am I out here? Like, honestly, more than likely that person is worth coming about their reasons for being hesitant to that. And if that's not who you want, then you should move on. If you really feel like, hey, this person is not, you know, putting me on a pedestal I deserve, showing me out how I want to be shown off and move along. Cause I'm sure there's somebody that will want to do that. And me personally, that will overwhelm me. Do not have, just be posting me or have me out. Cause who, what, I don't know who follow you, who's looking at any of this stuff. Like, I don't want to be connected to anything per se, but it's still the thought of uh, keeping that in mind. I feel like we keep going back to the same thing of preference. And what is the better thing for your partner? And even going into the mode of um, like, why am I blanking? I'm blanking on the word, but still kind of being in that mode of like, okay, I know this is something that that person likes. So I'm going to like not be into their whim, but still like feed into it more. Yeah, be thought, be conscious of it. Be conscious of it. I know they'll like I it. One man's man happy. It's wait, what did you say, man? <laughs> Stu, I better not hear you bending to any man's will because that. Mm-mm. Uh, never. So, well, and that was. I mean, this is more so just dating related. What I am still learning, and what I have learned. I would say after college, you kind of get a good idea of who you are, who you want to be, where your life is probably going to go. And it's very tough to do it, but be upfront about who you are, what your interests are. I think everyone, yeah, I like to go out and have cocktails. I 
like to work out. Like that's all very surface level. You got to talk about the boundaries, what makes you feel good? What doesn't make you feel good? What have you encountered in the past without going down the road of my ex got up at 2.38 and woke me up because he was snoring and sleepwalking. Like that doesn't matter. It's about, you know, the connection, the emotional feeling. And I think talking about that and having that conversation because I've gone on first and second dates. And once we've gotten to the place of having conversations that are intense isn't the word, but a little more thoughtful, I just think to myself, nice guy, however, I don't, I don't believe he's going to be any different and there's nothing wrong with him, but just in what I want for my life and what I'm envisioning, I don't see anything more than friendship at this point. And that conversation is also still somewhat challenging to have. And I won't front. I, yeah, I'll I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) But I mean, again, that makes sense because people want different things and still you have to be cognizant of even not wanting to change somebody. You can like somebody, want to be around them, want them to be in your life, but it's like, okay, we really different people. I don't see this meshing how I thought it would be. If anything, there is always this feeling of being like in conflict as opposed to being like in harmony. And that's okay. Everybody is not meant for you. Move on. If anything, I'm going by the words of the great philosopher Gucci Mane, you know, miss one, next 15, one coming. Like somebody else will be out there. You will beat somebody else who you will have an amazing time with. They may move on. You may move on. But that is the flow of life, the ebb and flow. You have to bend to the flow of life. And that's okay. That is okay. I want more people to get into it. That's real. <clears throat> it is. And with Valentine's Day, it's no different. It is no different. We put so much pressure on ourselves. Like, if you want to go get yourself some flowers, ladies, do that. You want to treat yourself to the spa, do that. If you want to break a nigga pockets, do that. Do what fits you best. I wouldn't say do that. Just have fun. Don't, <laughs> don't break nobody's pockets, you know. But just have fun. It's some ladies out there that find enjoyment. My dominatrix women, if you listening and sort of sort of that lifestyle, if you get turned on by doing that, do what fits you best. Step on, step on. Dominatrix. Yes. Over here. If that's what you into, do it. If that's how your Valentine's Day should go, do it. And hello, (laughs) Miss Kitty. Um, We've been talking about Valentine's Day and our worst and best Valentine's Day experiences. Unfortunately, I'm so sorry I joined late. I'm working on a shoot for work right now. My Um, girl booked and busy. I'm still here. I'm still here. I am still here. (laughs) Um, I will say I did get a lot of very interesting submissions for best and worst Valentine's Day, but also Med, Devon, Stu, Sid, my Instagram crush replied and said he wanted to host this podcast with us. So where, where he is. I don't know if this is me fumbling my Valentine's Day, but I did. I did. Because Stu is that important to me. Oh, well, that, don't blame me. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, but y'all Kenny have your wanted her- class next week. How about that? Ooh. I didn't want to hear about him talking about other women, so I just decided not to. Ixnay the whole thing. <laughs> Wait, Devon, like, you said but... what? You said that said was that smart. Was smart. 
yeah, I feel it. You know, you don't want to put yourself through no trauma, but right. I was like, you live in a whole other country, but I don't want to hear you talking about other women that aren't me. Oh, international. Okay. Right. Canadian, a eh? right. Like, King of the Caucasians, a eh? Toronto or Montreal. <laughs> Six a eh? a Toronto. Hey, when, when is he? Hey. When is he fly you out? When is he fly you out? Um, probably never. He's younger than me. She oh. is pissing. We're gonna see uh Kendall in Toronto and know what's up. Like, uh, it's I'll nothing wrong it's, with that. It's uh, nothing wrong with that. How much younger? Are you like uh, on your cool? Um, so I'm 24. I think he's 22. Good job. Okay. Not, bad, not bad. Not bad. This year. Actually, I think he's. I don't actually know when his birthday is, but. Probably not that far from 23. I'm still cracking up at how you said you feel like you fumble Valentine's Day by not having him on. I feel like I fumble Valentine's Day every year. Like, I had a good opportunity for a good Valentine, like, two years ago, and I fumbled that. How did you fumble it? We need more details. Um, I was working NBA All-Star Weekend. And okay, that's way more important. What? Yeah. And the opportunity came across to go with somebody to an after party. And I said, I'm more focused on my career. Okay. You were being honest. Where's the, the balance? I really was focused on my career, but everybody's like, you fumbled the bag. And I was like, is it so bad to like want to do well so I can end up in the room with these people again versus like sleeping with somebody and never end up in this room again? <laughs> Well, too, if a person really considers your feelings being valid and even taking into consideration what's important to you, then they would just be like, hey, let's link another time. You're obviously busy right now. I still want to yeah. get to know you more. They should have been like, we play out. Chicago every quarter. I'll see you next quarter. <laughs> Screaming. Oh, Something. Hey, First I'm here right. for it. Sydney. Your friend a little, he catches on to things a little too quickly. Wow. Oh, it was a, it was a hooper or NBA player? Wow. I didn't say that. Wow. <laughs> Either way, um, we gonna need Kenny to spin the block. And if her crush is listening to this from Ukraine or Yugoslavia, um, you know, like- Or New can, Orleans. Wherever you are, oh. Mr. Mister, you can always come and be a guest um, if she allows it. I'm not going to out you, but still, if she allows it. I thought about bringing some people that I've dated in the past on here, but I feel like it would get really slanderous. But they got $40 in their bank account. Honestly, I feel like it would get very slanderous. <laughs> if I bought wow. some people on here that I dated, <laughs> it would get very slanderous. Right? Because then you'd be like, so what happened? And then we would just be fighting with our words. <laughs> now and then you greased up and you're ready to throw hands. It was, it was her vulnerability. That's what happened. You already, you already earned that out earlier. We earned it out. Oh, so she we did. That. I didn't need to say that. She yeah, so that. we did. We did. Stu brought that up when I talked about me not wanting to get somebody that I'm currently kind of involved with the Valentine's Day. He was Valentine's Day gift. He was like, you know, you should still lean into that vulnerability because I mean, you're speaking about it. So you're acknowledging it, therefore lean into it. And I'm like, wait a second. You okay, know, just because I thought it, just because I thought it doesn't mean you know. I want to do it. You know why Stu bought that up? Because Stu just taught cycle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, post-workout euphoria. Mind is very sharp. <laughs> 
Stu's endorphins said, let me tell you about your love language. <laughs> but I kindly. am screaming. But I still like that, though, because in essence, it does tell you more about yourself. And I mean, everybody has things that we have to work on within our intimate relationships to get to the point where we feel like this is healthy, that we're thriving. My issue is I assume everybody has the same love language as me. And what's your love language? Tell my us. number one is words of affirmation, and my second is quality time. So it's like, well, quality time and physical touch were tied. Mm-hmm. So my number one is words of affirmation. So I assume if like I'm texting somebody and I'm like giving the same type of thing, that's their shit, but it's really not. And it can come across very badly. <laughs> You got to send them the quiz link. Like, hey, I need you to do this ASAP. So I can get some details. I, I need to make a Google Docs quiz for people. I really do. I'm trying to think, though. Do most people even know their love language? Like, If they're like, white and heterosexual, they don't. I, I, don't, I don't really believe in a person. I'm not going to lie. I respect it, though. My Ooh, wait, Devon. Why don't you believe in love languages? Devon, do you even know yours? Oh, or do you use two-in-one body wash? No, I got, I got, no, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I got some good moisturizers and stuff in there. Um, that, was, that was a good one, though. Uh, <laughs> but I just don't believe in it personally. Like, I've looked at it. It's just not, I just can't believe in something like that. And there's no disrespect. I respect it. I'm not like an asshole. Like, yo, this is dumb. But, like, I don't believe that, you know, just have four ways that mean this and that. You know, I think things are more of a balance. Like Just like when we believe, like, we're introverts and extroverts. Like, we really think everybody can just be divided into two things. And not to get too, like, literal, but I'm just being real. I don't believe it. But I respect it. Like, my girl tells me. heterosexual white male in the background. Did he tell you this? That's my roommate. Uh, but. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I am screaming. See, look, me, I love systems. I'm very much a Virgo. I keep bringing up astrology because it's a system. I love it. I love anything that categorizes people and can, like, put them into a box oh. and I can be like, okay, I can attribute this to them. I can attribute this to this person. Devon, like oh, yeah. did you ever take the quiz to know about your love language at all? Yeah, for sure. I've taken the quizzes. Um, but it's What'd like, you get? I don't remember. Um, I wasn't, you not remember? Like, I, don't, I don't identify by that. I'm not going to be like, yo. So when uh, you were like with somebody though, romantically talking, whatever, what right. is something that like interests you about them? Do you like spending time with them? Do you like when they tell you certain right. things? Do you like touch? I mean, Do you like gifts? For sure. So that's what it is for me. It's the entire experience that I that I seem to appreciate. Right, and I I look at it just a bit more abstract. I don't like to cat like like that type of thinking categorizing stuff is for work for me. You know, when it comes to love and romance, I like it to be fun. So if I'm you get pleasure taking somebody out on dates. Do I get um? Devon said he likes chaos. So well, like, <laughs> he don't want to categorize. I'm just saying in terms of not, not chaos. Well, Shorty, let me tell you, I'm a little chaotic myself. Maybe organized um, chaos. But yeah, you, I mean, you got to go on dates. You got to do your thing. I don't, I mean, I like it just as much as everybody does. It depends on the person, you know, like to your girl, if you, if you, were, you know, met her. It's always exciting initially, right? Um, yeah. But like, yeah, like I said, I, I respect all of that. But I just don't approach relationships and things in category yeah. you know like you know i mean my girl she asked for my birth chart i wasn't i gave her i gave her the stuff i respect it i'm like no i hate this stuff and then <laughs> my, my mom is also into it you know they they got all that so my mom told her the time and she told me the thing 
she's like, this aligns like this. I was like, cool. Like, I'm interested, but I, I'm still honest. Like, I, I don't really believe. I and, am. And the, now, Stu, do you believe in love languages and birth charts? Don't know much about birth charts. I think love language, it can be a good baseline or guide, but, you know, it, so astrology, for example, I know all about Pisces because I'm a Pisces. Other than that, don't know a ton about. Mm, that's what I said. He is spicy. He already knows. Yeah. yeah anything else. But you're beating. Someone be like, oh, funny. I'm this way because I'm a Pisces. I'm I'm rude because I'm a Scorpio. It's like, no, you're just a dick. And you don't have manners and you weren't raised properly or whatever. I like let's not blame it on the alignment of the stars. A hundred percent. But I definitely I can see how love languages do play into sort of things like um things such as Valentine's Day. Because again. Well, okay, for anybody who does not know who's listening, um, love languages, I believe, is it four categories or five? But I know it's, it's physical I touch. Say it might be five. Guys. It's physical touch, quality time, words of affirmation, gift yes. giving, and it's physical touch. Did you say that? Did you say I physical, said physical touch? touch? Yeah. Gifts, words of affirmation, quality time, and then there's. It's something like healthy. Hang on, we all got computers and phones. I'm gonna look it up. And I use two in one body. Dave one. doesn't believe in it, so he should Acts be the one. Service. On Acts of service. Wait, yes, Sid, what's your service. One? Acts of service. Okay, so my top two when I took my um, love languages quiz: words of affirmation and gift giving. So basically, all you got to do is write me a really detailed card telling me everything you and love about me and a check. That's it. Yep. I'm I'm stowed away. Honestly, quality time was really low on my thing. I thought mine would be, I thought physical touch would be higher on mine, but it's really quality time and words of affirmation. So I'm very easily tricked by men because it's like, all you got to do is spend 24 hours with me and tell me everything you like about me and I will be ready to accept engagement ring. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. And this I is why I look like boo-boo the fool. 36 no. hours a day no no I feel like with qual like okay when I think about quality quality time I really think about being in each other's space and not even so much doing the fun things but doing the mundane things like okay we run yeah. errands we're cooking we're literally just catching up things of that nature and sometimes I really don't have to go with that I know I'm my only yeah. child too I was used to being around old people like my grandparents I will say mine changed as I got older when I was like when I first took the quiz when I was 19 quality time was not my number two I think it was maybe acts of service because I was in college and there was a lot of stuff I needed done um but as I got over older I realized words of affirmation never changed um but my second one changed and it became like quality time then physical touch because I realized like I like hearing a lot of things about myself who doesn't love affirmations um but it's like the second thing is like if I like you I want to spend a lot of time with you and it doesn't matter necessarily what we're doing but like physical touch plays a role in that time and in quality time because it's like you like somebody and you're spending a lot of time with them are you not going to touch them like so 
I feel like as I got older and what I wanted in a relationship and I wanted in love, it changed. Now, okay, so I'm just curious. With words of affirmation, would that also be like sending memes all day? Because I can just send t- yes. TikToks 24-7. I'll say like, if this you send me, me a TikTok, <laughs> I love it when people send me Instagram DMs of a post that they're like, I think you would like this or like it's a meaningful thing. Like one of my best friends, Kenzie, you know, mm-hmm. Mackenzie, she sent me something this morning that I loved. But then I've also had people send me stories of like, shoes that they know I like or like sneakers that they know I like or like celebrities that they know I like posted something yeah. funny me and, and Kendall me, sat like, on oh. FaceTime on Monday and just sent each other bucket hats that we like yeah. we didn't even did you see that fucking corn beef colored telfar yes I did yeah I did and like you can tell Sydney me and Sid's love language are both words of affirmation you can tell that because we sent each other stuff that we thought that each other would like in online shopping the other day and then tweets like we we won't text each other during the week we'll send tweets we'll send stuff on online shopping we'll send instagram memes like anything like that but it's enough to satisfy our relationship and that relationship that it's like it can carry on it doesn't need to be anything said and i think that's kind of like what words of affirmation is whereas like if any other people would hear it they'd be like love letters but it's really not that deep it's not. And two, what's so interesting, I feel like the biggest thing for me is we talked about this earlier uh, in the discussion, but we were even saying like acclimating to your partners, sort of speak, yeah. their love languages and their interests and their interests, which in some ways I feel like love languages might be a little bit more different, difficult as opposed to interest. Like mm-hmm. I, I tell me and all the time, I stopped pretending to like sports in high school. Please do not talk to me about any sports. I don't know what is going on, who was traded, who was not. I just know who fine. You know, like I know Jalen Hurts. He fine. Duh. I know Jason Tatum. He from don't St. Talk Louis. About my QB Duh. like that. But either way, a sports is you're not going to get much out of me there. Yeah. And I don't want to be that person. But I'm like, look. Maybe if I were to get you tickets and we go, I would be more intrigued because it's like live <laughs> entertainment, but I cannot make myself come to Bro. that. Sid, that shit doesn't even work. I offered a guy <laughs> section 101 row 17 Bulls tickets to go with me to a Bulls game. So can I he literally t- didn't. He said nothing to me. And then the day of the game came and he was like, if it makes you feel any better, I really thought about it. And I was like. Blocked. <laughs> but I think but that's okay. So here's my problem is it could be round two of talking, round three, four, and five. You know that Drake line in his song with Gunna where he's like, I'm coming, I'm coming, my baby. Yes. It doesn't yes. matter what you say to me. If you're like, I'm willing to give it a round two, three, four, or five, I'm be like, I'm coming. Because if I had built up that much of a rapport with you, a relationship, like I love when people send me sports memes. I love when I had a lot of people today when James Harden got traded to the 76ers because that's my team. Send me a bunch of memes or send me the article. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a Sixers fan. For real. Oh, okay. Okay. What's yeah. up? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> is that the... Stop. I've been trying to get that one. Sorry to... Yeah. I'm hollering. I don't know what they talking but about. I, have... I just see purple yeah, and like, red. Uh, uh... It's blue. It's royal blue. I can give purple. you the hex code if you need it. <laughs> uh, but I've had a lot of people send it to me and I'm like, oh, 
I love that. It doesn't mean romantically. It could be like platonically. And a lot of it was, but I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, but it's like that kind of shit. But it's like, if I'm offering you bulls tickets to watch my favorite team and your favorite team play each other, why are you playing yourself? Like at least be selfish for a millisecond, but it's like, Mm -hmm. what am I willing to objectify myself to that? I'm saying be selfish for a little minute. I could have bought stew and had a better time. Probably. (laughs) But too, it's all about that ebb and flow of even like wanting different things out of different partners. Cause I feel like that's a big thing for me when I date, I have noticed at least just from my experience as a cis black woman dating, like heterosexual men, mostly black men, I always find people that I feel like have different things that I want, but nobody has all of it. Like I find different Mm -hmm. things in different people. And I'm like, damn it. If I could just throw y'all in a machine and make one person this would be perfect. Yeah. Is this like soft skills or is this like, like, <laughs> like personality attributes? Like, like what do you definitely like, say? Like, like, like what do you like? Yeah, like you said Microsoft Excel. Basically, Microsoft Excel, Canva, little Illustrator, <laughs> little Photoshop. But yeah, basically, you can edit our soft launch. But basically, I just feel like it's mostly a mix of attitudes, behaviors, and just overall their thought process. Yeah. Honestly, and, your perfect partner isn't going to have everything like that. You're just so mm-hmm, You're going to have to teach have them. everything. No, that's the Alleged. thing. Alleged. But you don't that's think that your partner is going to have to teach you anything? I still believe that like my partner is going to have to teach me stuff. All right, Sid, you're going to have to come up here and we'll go on a friend date. I'll be the judge of that. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Stu hasn't even offered me that, but he offered you that. You didn't just say that you were perfect. <laughs> Yeah, okay, okay, so wait like, a second. Maybe because you look like Stu's clientele. Wait no, a second. No, you look like my clientele, Kendall. Oh, I could just kiss you. Everyone's my clientele. It's, wait it's, a second. Cycling eight times a week. Well, okay, but I'm not going to say it in the torch. sense. I'm screaming. I'm not going to say it in the sense of feeling like I'm perfect. I just feel like I have attributes that I would look for in a partner, therefore, why can't I find somebody that accurately reflects this? If I can do it, it's somebody out there similar to myself. I feel like you, um, like you, <laughs> you can't have the checklist with it. You know, you can't fit you. F- people are complex, you know, like they're not made no. for you, right? Nobody's made for you. Nobody's made for me. Like, they hey, I disagree with that one. They exist. I'm just talking about their entire being. Now, like, see, we wasn't doing no kind of back and forth. Everyone was agreeing and not, and Kendall show up, and here we go. The mess, the drama. <laughs> That's why I'm here. It depends, honestly, to Devon's point, when it says nobody's perfect for you. That's a disagreement between spiritual, religious people and people who aren't. Because the right people who are like, not the right people. Let me X-nay that 100% completely. People who are spiritual and religious are going to believe there's a right, perfect person for you mm-hmm. who is going to emulate everything that you emulate. Um, but then there's also, I 100% believe that like whatever partner I end up with, there's going to be skills that I'm going to have to teach them. Everybody's seen somebody that somebody else has dated and they've blowed up while they've dated them right. because they're learning from that partner that they're with. Like I have an ex who's completely glowed up in his current relationship. Because his girlfriend has made him grow up. But, but I don't want to do not that. Not everybody though. believes that. To me, that kind of sounds like work. And if I yeah. have to work, but it's like, 
to teach you that. Mm-mm. But if you're buying your boyfriend who wears all birds right now, or like dirty ass ugly sneakers, and you're buying him blazers, or you're buying him ones, you're buying him fours, that's you actively contributing to his blow up. First of all, I, a- I am an old Southern one. And my grandma already told me, you don't buy a man's shoes. <laughs> they, say, they say they walk away. I, yeah, they walk out of your life. That's what I never heard that. I never heard that. My girl starts. I've heard that before. I've heard that before. I've never heard it. It's ridiculous. My mom told me don't buy men jewelry or don't buy my men's shoes. Because they'll leave. That's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like, if he has embarrassing it, if he wears Adidas originals around me, I am buying him shoes. Because I... What do you mean what's wrong with originals? <laughs> like the, the superstars or something like that? If you wear superstars, you buy originals. What's wrong with buying Air Force Ones that are actually cheaper than your originals? Ooh. I, I there's nothing wrong with Adidas superstars. Um, so I just want to put that out there for everybody listening. <laughs> I'm going to clown you. I was, I'm screwed. Listen, you got my closet is nice, but we're not gonna get to that. I'm not gonna start grabbing. I am screaming. (laughs) I am screaming. But I mean, I get it, but again, I don't. I am, y'all. I promise y'all, I am working to be more vulnerable. It is on my list of to-dos. I just haven't gotten to it yet. But still, that's something that I am trying to make an attribute of mine. Like she's very vulnerable. She's open. you think like going back to the attributes, so if they're like maybe less career oriented and less driven than you, is that something you're like, yo, you No, because a woman should never have to give that up for a man. Um, no, 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 no. He was meaning like if your partner is like that. Yeah, I w- I want somebody oh, who's I'm gonna shut up. I want a partner who is just as career driven mm-hmm. and okay. as ambitious as me. Not to say that we have to be in the same field or industry. I just still right. want you to have some sort of passion to make money doing something that you enjoy and you find for fulfillment from. Because there's nothing worse than being connected to somebody that hates their job. Just because I've been around people that hate their job and that's all they fucking talk about. And I'll be like, yeah. just quit. But again, that just goes back to different things that I have experienced. That's why I feel like with certain partners, I want certain attitudes and behaviors and so forth. Again, I don't think I don't want anybody to be perfect. I just want to feel like we mesh in a way. And that's something that everybody has to figure out what works best for them. You know, I'm still not very fond of spinning the block. I have a lot of friends that have spun the block turned out great i go back to it you're gonna tell me to spin the block but you ain't fond of spinning the block because what is back there what is back there what what but can i just say maybe if you go back as a vulnerable person though the experience i'm shooting it up i'm shooting the block up if i go back i'm shooting the block up (laughs) (laughs) sometimes timing isn't right and sometimes people really do change and just going back a little bit, I think I personally would never want a fully formed or perfect partner. Do I want you to have sense? Hell yeah. Um, you know, do I want you to know what are your opportunities for yourself in life at this point? Yes. Same for me. And I think that the nice thing about the spice of life or the variety is 
as we were saying, I have some friends that I get certain things from. Like one of my very, very, very best friends, we're extremely close. Um, you know, if we're going to hang out, I'm probably going to have to do the planning. I'll have to suggest it, put it together, invite them over, make the cocktails. And that's like, that's our relationship. But I get other things from him when we're together and I don't fault him for that or say, you know, you're shit. I don't want you in my life. I don't want you in my circle. And then I have other friends. I mean, they try to plan things. I also just like to be in control. And I'm like, well, we're going to do this instead. But <laughs> the awareness. So you get different things from, from different people. Like I have my friends that I know we can just go to a hotel bar and chill. I have my other friends that I know they're going to want to turn up and be like, let's get shots. And I'm like, mm. but you know, there are different levels to what you get. I went out with one of my really good friends on Tuesday night and it, I mean, she's married. She's married. She's been married for five years, but it literally felt like a date. And we even said, I'm excited for date night because like we have that type of connection. So there's obviously a level of intimacy, even though it's platonic. Um, so I have a certain type of connection with her and we bond and I like, have a good time. And, but then I can go on and do other things that I need to do to fulfill certain needs if and when those needs arise. <laughs> Again, I feel like that's definitely something that you have to take into consideration, both platonically and romantically, and kind of adjust, um, sort of. I just think, like you said, I'm a person, I'm used to being in control. That's something that I am letting go of and being more vulnerable, but- You don't have to. Wait, what you mean, <laughs> what you mean by you that? Don't, you don't have to let go of being in control in order to get the to get what you need out of certain relationships. It's just a matter of whoever that relationship is, whether it's platonic or amorous, if they're okay with that. Because again, my friends know, I'm probably gonna take the lead because what you suggest, I may not like, I won't say I won't like it. I got a different idea of what we should be doing or I've already thought about mm -hmm. something. So I'm gonna present this and you know, if you got something better, I'll consider it. But I know you probably don't. <laughs> oh, that's real. I, pre I appreciate people like you for sure. Because, you know, I think some of my friends know that, like, I just, honestly, I just wing it, you know, when it comes to casual things. I don't read reviews. Oh, see, you stress me out. <laughs> you know? So I tell them, I got real type A homies, you know, girl, like some of my friends that are girls, different homies and stuff. They're like, they, they, they say the same thing. They get anxiety. I'm like, yo, so. You plan it, you look the menu. I'm not, I'm just, I'm just gonna go. You know, if it's nasty, I'll, I say if it's gross, I'll live, right? Like, um, but that's how I do it. So I appreciate, you know, people like you for sure. Okay. I well, I definitely feel like we've touched on a lot, but ending our make it make sense segment, if there is one piece of advice for pe people feeling just like icky or not being in the mood for Valentine's Day, what can you tell them just from your own perspective? You got to be good with you first. And that's a lot of work and it is very challenging. And not, no, this is an and statement. And you have to be okay with being a little uncomfortable, living the feeling of being sad or being whatever, but also think about why am I upset about 
Valentine's Day? What is it that I think that I'm missing? And also lean into what you do have, because even I've had my moments after a breakup or whatever, I sit and I think I have this, this, and this going for me. How could I have a failed relationship or a breakup? But then I just think, you know, on the whole, I'm extremely blessed. I can't even count the number of ways. And if, you know, I'm worried about a dude that was stressing me the fuck out, like my priorities aren't in check because it's just, it's not worth your well being at the end of the day. And it's just another day. I promise you the 15th is going to come no matter what. And you move on to the next day and keep doing what you're doing. For sure. Devon, any advice? Yeah, for sure. I would say just, you know, be kind to yourself and have fun. And remember, like, it's um, like you don't have to, honestly, like you don't have to, right? Like, just like with other holidays, you know, Christmas, people feel the same thing, you know, just consider the choices. And if you really, you know, feel that anxiety and that pressure, you know, and you maybe, you know, whether you broke or not broke, if you really feel that, you know, have, have those conversations. I don't know too many people who really like, aren't, you know, in those, you know, pressure situations. It's more just like, like we may, you know, banter about it, you know, in group chats, like, damn, what you get, bro? Or I gotta do, but it's playful at the end of the day, nobody's like really breaking it. So, but if you are, you know, you gotta have a discussion because you can't be going out like that. And, you know, I hope everybody have fun, you know, stay protected. You know, if y'all, like she said, if y'all doing that dominatrix, you know, have fun with that too <laughs> and everything. Get on prep, everybody, everybody. Hey, prep, condoms. We do not need any more Scorpios in the world. I know this is when they usually conceive. So let's not, let's save ourselves. And I think I could definitely say the same thing for people, you know, just be cognizant of how much love you're showing yourself. If you do feel like this day is going to be different than any other day in February, then just take some time to look in. Why is this causing those feelings? Maybe you need to lean more into self-love or whatever support system you have and so forth. It's not a bad thing, but it happens to all of us. But still, just consider how you can move forward, be a better person. It's always possible. I see Kendall looking off. She looks like she really in deep thought. What you think? What you got, girl? The yeah, Olympics are on right now. Man. The Olympics are on. Um, and I feel like that's that should be your vocal point this season. The Olympics are on. This happens every four years. Um, but honestly, I feel like if I had any advice for Valentine's Day and anybody who's single going through it, I've spent my last 24 years single on Valentine's Day. Um Honestly, there's a reason why Valentine's Day exists. Love, I feel like love does not have to single-handedly go to any type of like romantic relationship. Love your friends and love your family the same way you could love a significant other. So it's that whether that's sending your cards to your mother who you don't live with or like sending cards to your family, flowers, anything like that, your siblings, like letting them know they are just as equally as loved as any significant part you could put in this love into yourself there are plenty of places that are going to deliver flowers on valentine's day if you fill it out now um do that i feel like take yourself on a date get coffee for yourself in the morning if you have to work take yourself to the gym get serotonins where you can take Stu's torch class in lincoln park on mondays um hey. I, 
I feel like love into yourself as much as possible. If this is a day where it's your first time single, if this is a day that you haven't been single in a while, like love into yourself as much as possible, because unfortunately, and this might be a, a controversial statement, when you enter a relationship, your worth in that relationship is always large and always important, but how you love your love yourself shows into a relationship with your partner. So if you love yourself, if you take care of yourself, if you prioritize yourself, it will show. And I feel like this is the stage to really build that on if you're single. If you're in a relationship, show your partner some love. We're in areas you know you've been neglecting. Um, but again, like because I'm single and I've always been single, I can always focus on ways that I can really focus on myself. Like my health is a very big priority to myself right now how I deal with my mental and physical health is a very big priority. So I'm going to prioritize that go to the gym, do some extra minutes in my journal, read a couple extra chapters of 101 essays and honestly take some more time in my daily Bible reflection, but it's like how you love into yourself and how you love into others are very important this year. So prioritize your family, prioritize yourself, prioritize your very close friends. Yes. Yes, that is well said. And to move into the very last segment of the show, we have You Are Drove. So for all of my (laughs) non-St. Louisans, drove is, um, you know, a phrase that we use for when you are just mad, sad, confused, or plain oblivious to how you thought a situation was going to work out in your favor. You know, we all entered 2020 with that 2020 vision. Year was shit. So this week's You Are Drove segment goes to the Tinder Swindler. So I'm sure you guys have saw the Netflix's new documentary, The Tinder Swindler, which gave viewers a look into a world-class fraud. Yes, y'all, the scammers are still scamming. But this was run by a bachelor who posed to be a millionaire. And his name is Simon Levy. Um, he's actually Israeli. And he has no connection to the actual Russian-Israeli diamond mogul, um, Liv Livy. His name is actually Simon Hyatt, I think. Um, but basically, he swindled all of these women out of money. You know, they really thought that it was going to go up, but it did not. And unfortunately, one of the women that was kind by him, her name is Cecile Vishoy, but she was drained of more than $200,000 by her so-called Prince Charming after she was convinced that he was related to the billionaire with his Instagram page full of photos on private jets, helicopters, nice cars, and boats. And even then, like he was kind of very deceptive in the way he would go about swindling these women because he would have first dates where they would come with him on like business trips and ride in Rolls Royces um, and have jets awaiting them so they really thought you know he's living this lavish lifestyle but then he would quickly swoop in with his actual con and he would claim he would be in danger um, and that somebody was trying to access his credit cards and so forth and that he just needed help and that the only way to get him out of danger would be to send him money. And for the woman, Cecile, that I mentioned earlier, she basically said that he messaged her, he messaged her a terrifying video of his bodyguard 
or whoever he claimed to be his bodyguard being attacked and said that he was in danger um, and told her basically she had to send him some money. And another woman estimated that she lent him over $40,000 and another said an upward of $200,000. And I'm trying to figure out what the hell these women are that just giving money out like that. Cause hell I'm in danger too. I don't know what's going on. We in a panoramic. I need some money. But that is crazy. Like, as I was going through the details of this case, it's nuts. But I don't know. I'm not, I'm definitely not a trustworthy person of people in that sense, of people being honest, especially when it comes to things like money. So I was very confused as to why these women were so gung-ho on like just giving this man their credit card information and so forth. And unfortunately, Simon, he's not in jail. He is banned from Twitter. Um, And even in Israel, he was charged and arrested in 2019, but he basically fled the country again. So they really can't do much. To keep him I was going to say free Simon, but he's not in jail, so I can't say free Simon. Hey, um, he, he he did what he had to do. He said, I'm good. Oh. Now, next month is Women's History Month, so I can't be too cautious to say this. But I will say, he's smart. He's very smart. Because at the end of the day, how many times do you and I talk about finessing men, Sid? Hey, finessed. Not- I have not finessed $200,000 out of a man. I am not the city dollars. If I could do it the way he did it and finesse $200,000, I wouldn't feel any sense of sympathy whatsoever for these men. Nor should he really feel any sense of sympathy right now. Not that I'm some pick-me Kendall Jenner, but we have the same first name. Stu. (laughs) Not now. (laughs) Anyway, you are damn near a Forex trader. You got two jobs. Anyway. (laughs) I feel no sense of sympathy whatsoever for these women, but I know if it was me on the other end and I was, what's her face, who gave $200,000. Now, these are these are very much European cis gender, gender women who come from backgrounds if, that allow them to give them money. You if said I what? was Cecile, I would be federal. If I was Cecile, I would talk to my credit card company and H&R Block. And I they go tell you, did you not press send on the payment? What the hell we go do? Like, and I would plead the fifth. I would plead the fifth. I'd be like, no, I didn't. He was with me, and he pressed confirm. He pressed send. my phone. The lawsuit. All, yes, lawsuit. I lost my phone. He had my phone in his hand. All of the all of the above. All Cecile has to do is say she did not have her phone, and this was her significant other who was lying. First of all, Cecile, I believe it was Cecile, in the news segment, they said that she reached out to MX, and MX said, can you send us his information, this man that you claim you sent the money to? And sure enough, they had already heard of him because other customers had been frauded by this man. So he so was she got the 200000 back. Hell she no, got she didn't get no 200 No, she, she don't have no money. My girl is broke. At least, at least. They, but if they knew about it, why didn't she get it back? Because they don't care. <laughs> Does this country oh, run on? My phone. I would have said he stole my phone. And they would have been like, ma'am, that is on y'all. We can't give this credit back to you. Like, it is so, I, I feel like it's so fucked up. Because I'm sure these women were very much yeah. grown. Because they were like, wait, I thought I was helping this person. 
he took advantage of that and he basically scanned and conned me but again for somebody to be like is there any way you can send me ten thousand dollars like if anybody asked me to send them more than five dollars i can't help you i cannot help you <laughs> that's real yeah, that's true but if a man sent actually i'm not gonna play the devil's advocate here because that's not about me that's above me but Devon and Sue, I'll let you handle this one. I'm not, I'm not a devil's advocate. If a I woman mean, sent you $200,000 and you knew you were lying, what would you do? If I, I can't even put myself in the mouth. Sue said, Devon said, it's not about me. It's above me. It's with the Lord at that point. I take it. Uh, no, no, I would think I would think it was like some type of con job or something. I wouldn't take it. I'm super like paranoid. I would not take it. I'm out. I'm thinking her pops is in some crazy shit or something. And that's a I'm lot blocking. of money for somebody yeah, to just I'm be blocking giving her. you. I'm blocking her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's like preying on weakness. I guess if you can get away with it, fine. But also that speaks to who, who you are. Um, yeah. And a lot of times people really do good. People do things in good faith. I'm extremely skeptical. I mean, hell, even if my friend, you know, say we go out to dinner, we have our round of drink bill come, let's say it's $300, I'll make sure that I Venmo you. And it's not that I can't afford the meal, but also like, unless I explicitly state, oh, this one's on me tonight, like, congratulations, happy birthday, whatever it is, like, send it back. Give me my money. <laughs> So I've had a friend, I've had a guy friend, one friend sent me $25 once to get like a meal or something on me because I was like some job interview or something. I tweeted something. I couldn't remember, but it was like $25 and I felt a little weird, but I got over it because it was $25. It's still pretty low, but then actually I'm not going to get in this one right now. Uh -oh. because. <laughs> You didn't tell the whole story and said, never mind. No, it was like, I had a friend who had, had came into a lot of money. Not out of some suspicious shit. Like, it was just like there. Not out of anything weird. But mm -hmm. I had tweeted something about, like, this is when I didn't have a full-time job. And, like, loans were still a thing. And it was, like, crazy. And I had tweeted something, not like a cry for help, but I was just annoyed. Like, I was genuinely annoyed. And this... Oh God. Um, okay. So this person like had, had money. He had a lot of money. I will continue to say this. He had a lot of money. So this was nothing to him, but he had sent me like $600 and the bill that I owed at the time, which I did not preference on Twitter. I did not say anything about it. I did not say anything. I repeat this. I did not say anything about it. The bill that I had at the time was like 425. So it covered the bill completely, but that was like probably the most I'd ever gotten out of like a situation. And I was like, I'd sent like something back. And I was like, I just don't, I don't feel comfortable with this amount of money in my hands from you. But it's like, yeah, there's still, I, it's still a guilty complex, like a hundred percent to get some like large amount of money like that. Especially really? if you're like a middle-class, not middle-class, but if you are a hardworking person i am a hard-working person if anybody is listening who wants to deposit five thousand dollars into my account 
I'm not paying I know. it back. I would appreciate it. You know, I might put some towards bills, credit cards, but I also might give myself a Gucci purse. So what? He was trying to pay my bills. He was trying to pay my bills about 600, but I felt incredibly uncomfortable. And I still it, yes, but I felt really bad after. She's a good person. Who want to be a good person? Where do good people morals. end up in the world? Yo, Kendall, was that a homie? That was a friend or that was like you? It was, it was a homie. It was a homie. Oh, okay. and like, we Send me this we homie name after the show if I can get his cash out and Venmo real quick. He's in jail now. Oh, shit. Free, free, free bro. I'm sure he still got some money somewhere yeah. if he just sending people $600. We'll talk. We'll chat. Okay. We'll chat. Yeah. Do, 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 do. We can't be talking about this, bro. I'm screaming. Hey, like I said, if anybody wants to send me any money, I feel no ways. Uh, I would appreciate it. I'm not a big person with money in terms of loaning people money, though, or anything like that. I even I told my friends, and I'll be honest about this. If I'm gonna you let you know, Sydney sent me lunch money once out of nowhere. Hey, y'all, y'all gotta start the OnlyFans. Plenty of money on it. Don't play with be, me. My brother's trying all, to get on OnlyFans. I'm gonna be on OnlyFans. Trying to get on OnlyFans, I'd be on OnlyFans. I will be on OnlyFans rapping, and people would be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I thought she was gonna do something sexual or entertaining. Wasn't on OnlyFans. If my brother was not on OnlyFans or actively trying to get on other OnlyFans, I'd be on there too. Do you know how much I used to send pictures of my ass to people in college for? For free? No, Stu. Oh, oh, there's, he was still making money? Yeah, hey. there's no way I'm double cheeked up on a Thursday for this. Go oh, ahead make, um, good make for you. Go ahead, make Okay, no, it's actually fucked up. And I'm actually saying this at dinner right now with like two of my coworkers sitting next to me. Um, but I they're an engaged in the conversation, they don't have me. Um, I used to literally send pictures of my ass for a McDouble. <laughs> oh, I mean, college is rough. I remember now, sister, sister. Was that a McDouble with fries and a drink, or was it just a McDouble? So I used to tell them it was for a McDouble, but it was actually for a 20-piece nugget with buffalo sauce and a fry with a large Coke. Work smarter, not harder. Yeah, yeah. Little do they know that entire friend group that paid me for them has the same picture. All of them have the same picture. I am. But they never compared it with each other. So I, I am scream. Everybody has the photo app that's actually a calculator on their phone with their prize possession dudes. No, I'll be scared. I'll, I'll be scared if I was going to lie. But... I don't really strike you as the type to have that. No, I'm too paranoid. I'm I mean, first of all, this Black I'm History Month has been wild. I'm not sure if you guys are as active on Twitter as I am, but a lot of people's nudes and sex tapes have been leaking. It's feeling yeah. real 2002. Like, who? Who's doing that on Twitter? Was it Nelly, Isaiah Rashad? I seen. It was Nelly, Isaiah, Isaiah Rashad. Rashad. Yeah. His is very explicit. He was kind of like, what about Brett Fires? I'm trying to watch Brett I don't want to. You want to see that? I feel like it's whack. This it's I love his songs, to, but it's whack. No, it's incredibly similar to ASAP Rocky when his leaked, and it was very underwhelming. ASAP really Rocky had a sex tape leak. Y'all really be yes, watching? and it was very underwhelming. No, was, that's how I don't. I don't, I don't know watch how Rihanna got pregnant. That's so scary. I don't know how Rihanna got pregnant because he was medium clapping. He wasn't doing anything big. So I don't know how Rihanna got pregnant. It's, it's different when it's your girl and when it, you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> you know what? That's his girl. You look like a junior Brent Fry is. So I don't want to hear that from you. Yeah. Yeah. 
You look like Brent pre-braids, so I don't want to hear that. Wow, I, what else you say? I'm Brent. I got a two-in-one face mask. Wow, this is crazy. I am screaming. The level of disrespect that Devon has endured today. Oh, good, though. It's he just said good. he cannot fathom. But no, seriously, this Black History Month, it's been a doozy. I'm like, wow, all these Black wild. people nudes. Like it's been very underwhelming though because it's like where I'm at nobody's nobody's really like acknowledging it unless I say it so are we scared to say it or is it really just like a, I'm waiting scared. for the first black person I see to acknowledge it scared to say what happy black history month to me because I have to be the one to say it oh no nah, baby I've been saying it oh yeah I've been making some noise I guilted yeah. this white man into replying to me this week by saying, I can't believe you would ignore me during Black History Month. Well, you know is what? this at work? <laughs> Davon's face is very telling in that moment. Um, no, this is on Hinge. See, that's where you let, that's where you First miscalculated. All, you were on the phone with me, so you could have told me differently. I said, first of all, you sent me king of the Caucasian. So I knew this is the path we were going down. That was Instagram. Same difference. Hinge and Instagram is very similar to me. I'm in that age. Dying. But you guys. He He doesn't have white friends. So I was like, maybe I'm doing something right. Maybe. (laughs) <laughs> maybe you have to do a whole that hinge look. episode we have to do a whole hinge episode Stu. but you guys you guys Stu, i'll show you this weekend i'll come to the class this weekend i'll show you all right down he's tall as fuck though i can say six that. eight honey let me <laughs> but you guys that's it for this week's episode it has been a blast i feel like <laughs> this is very informative um we gave a lot of deets on how to love yourself how to be better people how to be vulnerable how to pick some bomb ass valentine's day gifts and so forth but y'all know how to support us i don't even think i'm gonna do my little spiel but you know where to find us um hit us up on instagram Facebook. If you got any comments or feedback, you can email us at annoyednotoffended at gmail.com and leave us a review. That's it for this week, you guys. Bye. Period. Period, Pooh. Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.